Brought to you by the Appleseed. It's like a regular episode. Only shorter. We call them bites. Thanks for joining us for an Appleseed Bite, a mini episode of the show, just a single story long, just a few minutes long, in case you only have a few minutes and you want to fill those few minutes with some great storytelling. We've got some great storytelling for you today. And of course, we want to remind you that we bring you a few of these Appleseed Bites each week in preparation for our full hour-long episode drop, an hour filled with stories for you and your family. That happens on Thursday. And this Thursday, you can join us for something a little bit different on the Appleseed. An Appleseed episode usually consists of all kinds of stories from all kinds of tellers. And we're going to spend an entire hour with a single storyteller, our old friend Andy Offutt Irwin, longtime friend of the show, comes in from Covington, Georgia, to the Appleseed studio to entertain our terrific studio audience and you too. You're going to love that hour. Spend it with us on Thursday. In the meantime, I'm pleased to be joined in the studio by our producer, Brian Tanner. Brian, thanks for joining me. Hey, it's great to be here. I'm kind of excited about today's bite. This is a lot of fun. Tell us what we're going to hear. This one's super fun. So this is (laughs) David Holt and the story is called Burma Shave. And this is the kind of story where it's like, man, I wish I had seen this in person. Sure. Because he is he is creating some kind of washboard spoons cacophony yeah. <laughs> that's that's rhythmic. It drives the story along. It's so much fun. I, I would love to see, like, how is he making this beat? David Holt is kind of a national treasure. The wonderful yeah. musician and storyteller uh, recorded before a terrific uh, live audience. Mm-hmm. This is a piece called Burma Shade. Exactly, yeah. yeah. And um, for me, just besides being a lot of fun, it's a story about valuing the experiences that you have when you're a child and, yeah. and when your children are having. And 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 afterwards, we can have a little talk to, to so I can kind of say what I mean. But for right now, let's just enjoy Burma Shave. Here's David Holt on the Appleseed. Anybody here from Texas? All right. My grandmother, Nanny, said, never ask anyone if they're from Texas. If they are, they'll tell you. If they're not, why embarrass them? She was an old Texas pioneer woman through and through. Here's how tough she was. She had all 32 teeth pulled in one sitting with no anesthetic. We were Texans through and through, so you can imagine how shocked we were when my dad told us we were moving to California. Nanny didn't like California. She had one word for California, nasty. Well, I was sad leaving all my friends, leaving all my family, but Nanny was mad. She said she wasn't going to help my mom and dad pack to go. She wasn't going to help drive my brother and my sister in the two cars that needed to go on that almost two-week-long trip. She wasn't going to go. But on the night before they were supposed to leave, my dad called his mother-in-law and said, Nanny, we really need your help. Would you go with us to drive to California? She said, all right, what time are you going to be by? So we picked her up the next morning. Now, my sister rode with my mom and dad in the nice 1955 Chevy station wagon. My brother and I got to ride with Nanny in the old beat-up 52 Chevy. Now, that thing had a rhythm all its own. You see, Nanny would never go over 30 miles an hour. And it was 3,000 miles to California. When that old 52 Chevy hit Route 66, it just kind of got a little rhythm going like this. We went through Dallas, Abilene, Sweetwater, and then the desert. 
It was so boring. There was nothing to break up the monotony of the desert except for the Burma shave signs. <laughs> Nanny would read them to us to make us stop fighting. Don't stick your elbow out so far. It might go home in another car. Burma shave. Now, Burma shave was a shaving cream, and the way they advertised was putting little wooden signs along the road, particularly out in the desert. There'd be about five signs. They'd be about 50 yards apart with crazy little sayings like this. Bearded lady tried a jar. Now she's a famous movie star. Burma shave. Now, you got to remember, in 1957, there were no chain motels. So you just had to stop and get in these mom-and-pop places. Most of them looked like the Bates Motel. <laughs> Nanny had one word for motels. Nasty. She made us wear our shoes from the bed to the bathroom. Couldn't touch the floor. Now, she was afraid somebody would come in on her. Her whole life, she was afraid of that. And so she got a big bag of ten-penny nails that she carried with her. Now, they didn't have all the fancy locks on the motels in those days, so she would just take her hammer and her ten-penny nail, and she would get my brother and I in the room, in the bed, and then she would just nail through the door into the door jam. We didn't need an alarm clock in the morning. We heard, Aah! and we were off. Midland, Odessa, El Paso. You've gone 1,500 miles from Garland, Texas, and you're still in Texas, halfway to California. Don't lose your head to gain a minute. You need your head. Your brains is in it. Burma shave. Listen, birds. These signs cost money. So roost a while, but don't get funny. Burma shave. Now, there were no chain restaurants in those days, just greasy spoons all the way to California. Nanny had one word for restaurants. Nasty. That's right. Now, she said they were serving heart attack on a plate in there. She said that the cook was in there picking his nose with one hand, cooking with the other. That was a mighty strong image for a 10-year-old. So I sat out in the car and ate lunch with her. She pulled out her big brown paper bag full of cans of apricot juice and ripe bananas. Now, she made us save each one of those apricot juice cans and put them in the back seat. And at night, she would make my brother and me take them in the motel room, stack them up in a pyramid shape in front of the window so if anybody came in, they'd have to knock over the cans. So in the morning, we would hear, Aah! and then she'd kick over the cans to wake us up. She really knew how to put the fun in dysfunctional. New Mexico, Arizona, petrified forest. Within this veil of toil and sin, your head grows bald, but not your chin. Burma shave. Past school houses, take it slow. Let the little shavers grow. Burma shave. Now, Nanny was driving 30 miles an hour. My mom and dad were way up ahead, driving 60 or so. They would get to the next motel, stop, early evening, sometime when the sun was going down. Nanny would have to drive way into the night. 
She got afraid that somebody was going to force us over, this old lady driving two little boys. So she stopped at the Salvation Army in one of these towns, bought us two men's suit jackets and two fedoras, and made us wear them sitting in the car, thinking that we look like men with her. Flagstaff, Arizona, and then finally across the border in Needles, California. The other woman in his life said, go back home and kiss your wife, Burma Shave. He saw the train, tried to duck it, kicked first the gas, and then the bucket, Burma Shave. We went through Barstow, Hollywood, down Sunset Boulevard. We went by Jack Benny's house, past Jane Matfield's pink mansion. I knew who she was, how could you miss her? Finally, we got to the end of Route 66, right at Santa Monica Beach. I had never seen the ocean before. It was so beautiful. There were beatniks with big, long beards, weightlifters with big muscles, beautiful girls in bikinis with big... Nanny had one word for those bikinis. <laughs> Nasty. Nasty was starting to look pretty good to me. Well, we pulled up to our house, and the trip was over. 203 Burma Shave signs, 57 bananas, 36 jars of apricot juice, and nine mornings of 3,000 miles at 30 miles an hour. Well, everything was new to me. I was a little Texas country boy faced with the bright lights of L.A., but Nanny stayed with us three months to kind of help us get settled in. And then she went back to Texas, where she lived to be 90 years old. She loved Texas so much. That trip from Texas to California was a time of passage for me. I'll never forget it. And I'll never forget Nanny for getting me there. You know, she came to visit us every once in a while. And she always had one word for the thing that she saw in California, from the Hare Krishnas to the hippies. Nasty. Well, California, here we are, beatniks, beaches, and movie stars. Well, Nanny's humor paved the way from Garland, Texas, to West L.A. My thanks to Nanny and Burma Shave. Thank you. <laughs> Burma Shave, shared with you by the wonderful musician and storyteller David Holt. And I'm listening to it not only with you, but with our producer, Brian Tanner. Brian, thanks for bringing us that David Holt uh, piece. Yeah, you, you see what I mean now? Yeah. Don't you wish you were in the audience watching him <laughs> stomping sure. and, and yeah. whatever he was whatever. playing? I love it. Yeah. <laughs> Where does this story take you? Well, I said before we came into it that this is a story for me about kind of valuing the experiences that your your children are having. Yeah. And you could think that these these Burma shave signs are just these silly little pieces of marketing and, right. and you know that they don't mean anything, but here he is up on stage decades later and he's committed all these to memory. They clearly yeah. were something important to him, you know. <laughs> and and I think I think back on my own experience and like 
I can remember the juicy fruit commercials from when I was a kid in the eighties, you know, juicy fruit, the taste, the taste, the taste is good. You know, and it's just like a very, very silly commercial, but it's stuck with me for some reason. Right. You know, this is a very formative time. Yeah. And um you uh you listeners at home can't see this, but I've actually got my two kids sitting beside me <laughs> behind <laughs> me right. here and so I'm I've got Miles and Anya in the studio here with me and I'm thinking about the things that that they like um like my my son Miles hey Miles come over here what are your favorite books well um I love Diary of a Wimpy Kid yep I knew you were gonna say that yeah <laughs> I love like mystery books like I read this book called Escape at 1000 Feet mm-hmm. it's this mystery book about um t- a person who's um who like um snuck onto a plane with a um fake or real bomb we don't know but oh wow and he, wow and he stole one thousand dollars and I read this one about an escape at Alcatraz prison uh. <laughs> yeah yeah I knew you were gonna say. Um, Diary of a Wimpy Kid, because he has read all of those books over and over and over again. And sometimes don't me and mom say to you, like, Miles, do you want to try reading some other books for a change? You know, (laughs) but I think that the Diary of a Wimpy Kid books are going to be something that stays with you for your whole life. I think they're going to be really important to you. And I, I need to value that. As as your dad, you know, because these these are going to be important for you. I've got Anya here too. What are your favorite books? I like Wings of Fire. Mm. Wings of Fire. She even she even brought one into the studio to look at. Mm-hmm. Uh, what are they about? They're about dragons. Dragons. Yeah, this girl loves dragons, mm-hmm. and so sometimes I feel the same thing. It's just like. Wings of Fire again? Can we find another book? But I think that these books are really going to stay with her a long time, just like those Burma shave signs sure. shaved with David Holt for a long time. So I need to respect and honor that. Yeah. You know, as we're listening to that story, I'm thinking about the, you know, drives to California, mm-hmm. you know, 700 miles away from our Utah home was, uh, you know, that's how that's how we visited grandma. Mm-hmm. And uh, uh, of course, just like those Burma shave signs, there were landmarks that uh, that that you know were recurring landmarks. Right? Yeah, we'd, we'd we'd see those every time we drove, and we'd know that once we passed such and such a landmark, we'd be approximately such and such a distance from Grandma's house. Yeah, and when I make that drive now, I, I must say I make it less frequently now as grown up, but I see those. Uh, those landmarks, and it takes me right back to those trips when I was a uh, Peggy Sue's fifties diner. Sure, and yeah, the, <laughs> that's right. Yes. <laughs> the big thermometer, sure, in, in Baker, in Baker. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I, I, <laughs> yeah, all of those things. And and again, I, I, I've said it before on the show, but we don't we don't tend to recognize the things that are going to be important to us later on yeah. as they're happening, uh-huh. you know. And maybe that's the job of a parent is to help mark some of those things, you know, mm-hmm. so that you're carrying those memories uh, when, when when they become important to your kids. Yeah, that's true. And something I've realized as a parent uh, and with my wife is like, oh, traditions don't just happen. Yeah. You know, so, I mean, sometimes they can, but sometimes it's just like, this was something that we all did as a family and we loved it. And let's make a conscious effort to bring this back time after time after time. So it becomes something important and some, something we do every year and that we right. can look back later on and say, that was something our family did. That was our tradition. Yeah. Well, fun to chat, not only with you, Brian, but also with the kids, too. Yeah. It's great, to, <laughs> great to have you, you guys. You guys want to say goodbye? 
Yeah, bye. <laughs> bye. <laughs> <laughs> and, of course, join us on Thursday for an hour with the great storyteller Andy Offutt, Irwin. Zany fun, humor, and heart from the Covington, Georgia storyteller who joined us in the Appleseed studio. And I'm Sam Payne, and I can't wait to be with you again on the Appleseed. Thanks for joining us for a bite brought to you by the Appleseed.